You're listening to Leave It to Neva with me, Neva Lee Rekla, the show that's changing the world one conversation at a time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Leave It to Neva show. I'm your host, Neva Lee Rekla, and I am quite excited for today's episode. I have with me Maria Speth, who has been in my life since I was just a wee little two-year-old. And Maria is awesome. She is, like, there's so many words I could say. She is very much, Maria, I'd say you're a boss of your own life. Like, that's something I've always respected about you is you, you're great at standing your ground and showing others how to do that. Um, so with that, today we're going to be talking about using your command voice um, which is something you taught me when I was younger, and I'm not going to dive fully into that story to save myself, but it's something I wanted to talk about today because I think it's such a powerful skill to learn of standing your ground, even in the midst of whatever you're going through and being solid in who you are. And I think that's something we've talked about quite a few times, actually. and. So yeah, this this is going to be a fun topic. So Maria, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Neva. I am so excited to be here. Um, yeah, I mean, I love I love this topic. I I love the idea of you know standing your ground, especially for um, you know especially for women and those of us. Mm-hmm. Those I'm in a field that's not. Um, typically dominated by women. So we have, so I'm an attorney and there's lots and lots of women attorneys, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm, an, I'm a litigator. So that means I'm in court a lot and I am in disputes and helping my clients with disputes. And then I do that in the intellectual property field uh, and the technology field. And so at my level where I'm at there, uh, there are not a lot of women who do that. There are mm-hmm. Um, but statistically, it's a smaller number. And I will find myself in a courtroom full of men very often. Um, also, where I've, where I've gotten to in my career at my, at my level of, you know, being practicing law for longer than I want to admit, but 30, 30, 35 years, so 34 years, and, um, and being a shareholder in my law firm, it's 20% of all, 50% of women who come out of law school, I'm sorry, 50% of the people who come out of law school are women. And mm-hmm. then when you partner level, it's a smaller number. And when you get to the shareholder level, which is the highest level, it's only 20%. So um, find myself in boardrooms, meetings, uh, and courtrooms with a bunch of men. And yeah. it's very, very important to have your voice heard. Uh, and, it, and it doesn't always come naturally to those of us women who are my age, who are not necessarily uh, naturally taught to use their voice. And in fact, we were discouraged from using our voices in my generation because it wasn't the feminine thing to do. And it wasn't, you know, you, you, you know, you, you lose the game on purpose if you want to get the guy kind of thing, you know, Mm. and that's the generation that I grew up in. So, so I do love this topic and thank you for saying I'm the boss of my life. I, Mm. I'm, out of that. That's where I want to be. And, um, and yeah, just happy, happy to talk about this topic. Yeah. Thank you. And I love the points that you're making about that is obviously I don't have as much experience in that, but, um, I relate to it on some level. I serve on a tech team at a church and with that is 
predominantly boys and men and with it being a male dominated church um being female in those environments certainly is a challenge of its own um I've had experience where like do just like straight up don't listen to what I'm saying and stuff like that and I think with that I've learned how to stand my ground I've probably accidentally scared too many seventh grade boys for my own good um but I think it's a valuable skill to learn for anybody but especially if you're in environments where typically your voice would not necessarily be heard to be able to stand your ground and to be able to be solid in who you are because when you are solid in that then nothing can shake it absolutely and and it's important to stand up for others who don't naturally have a regardless of 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 their gender i mean there are some people who just are don't naturally speak up and it's difficult for them to speak up and i like to really pay attention to that and say okay we're in this meeting and this particular person uh, hasn't really said much or they've tried to say something and they've been interrupted and it's mm-hmm. I think important for us to be aware of that and maybe stop and say, Hey, you know, Laura was trying to say something or or, here's a great one. Somebody uh, typically a woman says something and everybody sort of glosses over like it wasn't even said. And then five minutes later, one of the guys with a big booming voice says the same thing. And everybody says, Oh, that's a great idea. And those situations I like to say, Hey, that sounds like the same idea that Laura just had a couple of minutes ago. It must idea because two people had it you know in a way of you know nicely saying that wasn't originally your idea you know yeah I love that I think and there is a level of delicacy that people get to master on their own and I think there's a way to go about it where it's like you can stand your ground respectfully of others and I think that's a really important skill to learn absolutely so actually I think Why don't we go to a break now? And then when we come back, I have a few questions for you. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Awesome. So Maria, before we go to break, where can people go to find out more about you? Um, My um, website is jaybergwilk. It's a little bit of a hard hard one to uh, remember or to know. It's J-A-B, like boy, U-R-G-W-I-L-K.com, which is the name of my law firm. And then... Maria Krimi Speth. So you can find me on my website. Great. Thank you so much. And thank you again for having this discussion with me. We've been talking all about using your command voice and we'll be right back. Oh, wait, I totally forgot. I want to talk to you guys about something really quick is come check out our community because I was just totally going to gloss over that. Not going to do that. Uh, Come check out our community. Go to superpowerexperts.com and we have launched this whole program called CIFA where if you want to learn things like, yeah, honestly, if you want to learn things like what we're talking about today of using your command voice and standing your ground, CIFA is great at that because it opens up this like doorway of your own strength and it doesn't even have to be spiritual. It can be spiritual if you want it to be, but it's such a creative abstract way of going about your life and feeling solid in who you are. So go to superpowerexperts.com, come check us out, and we can't wait to have you as a part of our community. Now, we've been talking all about using your command voice, and we'll be right back now after the break. 
Hi everyone, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Okay, we're back and we've been talking all about using your command voice with Maria Krimispeth. Maria, thank you so much again for coming on. And so before the break, we were talking about kind of like why it's important to master using your command voice and also like our own personal experiences with that. And so while we're, before we get started, I want to know, and I want to hear you share, what are your superpowers? I know you have a lot and I think using your command voice is definitely one of them. But for you, what would your answer be? I think my, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say that I have a lot of superpowers. I think we all do and we don't always recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my, uh, one of the superpowers that I'm most proud of is the ability to see the middle ground. I, I all around us, we find people who are uh, very stern and strict in a particular opinion whether it's you know political left and right, whether it's I'm you know very masculine or I'm very feminine, or whether it's you know it's a personality test. It's like I'm I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert. I am in any anything that you test me on, I end up right in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I, I and so it's always very easy for me to see both sides of any equation, any dispute, any issue. Yeah. I an open mind. And so I guess if I had to put it in a couple of words, my, my superpower is an open mind and the ability to see all perspectives. That's such a valuable superpower to have because I think, especially when we're in like heated discussions or things that have emotion behind them, it can be difficult to see both sides. And also it can be difficult to admit when we possibly aren't right in a situation and I think once we're able to like be open then it leads room for so much more discussion to happen and then it also leads room for things like being able to stand your ground yes because if you're all if you're typically uh like me typically very open-minded and you take a, a strong stance on something it's people will look at it and go, wow, no, that's not, you know, that's that, that she doesn't do that on everything. This one mm-hmm. might, this issue might be important. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And I think, I mean, especially in like the things I'm passionate about, I'm really into social justice and equality and things like that. And with that, I, with that is also a lot of discussions that have real emotion behind them and real strong opinions. And that's, that's a skill I myself have tried and I'm working on mastering and I think I'm decent at it now of seeing both sides of the argument, because I think when it comes to those discussions, there's like never one way to look at it. And I think that goes for really anything of there's always multiple sides to the story. Right. Or it wouldn't be a dispute, right? If it was exactly and so black and white, then everybody would agree. And we don't fight about things that are simple and black and white and white. We or I should argue, we argue about things that are are complex and not simple. Exactly. And going back to the topic of standing your ground and stuff, uh, 
I think also like we're talking about being in certain areas that are like more male dominated and stuff like that. And the kind of, I guess, challenges and also room to build your own strength comes in with that. And I think with that is the skill that we're just talking about shows you how to be like respectful to others in environments that it could be more difficult to be. And I think that's a skill that a lot of people are like learning how to master because I think sometimes there's areas in our lives where it's kind of scary to think about using your voice or standing your ground or whatever. And so I've seen some people when it comes to like, if they're not being heard or whatever, they just get mad and then kind of like lash out at people. And I think there's a delicate way to stand your ground and be solid in it and be respectful to others and see their perspective as well and think about like, oh, why might they be doing this? Exactly. Exactly. I first learned about using your command voice in a program that I took when, well, let's see, you were probably around, what do you think, about two or three at the time, maybe four. So Mm -hmm. that's that's going back, uh, you know, t- 10 years or so, or, or something like that. And, and, and the program was really cool. We, we worked with um, a bunch of uh, enforcement, uh, law enforcement and ex-agents and, and military to learn a lot of skills that you would learn if you were uh, in, in law enforcement, you know, spy skills, interrogation skills, um, uh, actual physical skills. It was, it was a great, great program. Mm-hmm. Part of it that we learned was that if you if you need somebody to listen to you, you need somebody to do something. You must use your command voice. You can't have a, I mean, you can, but if you have a, you know, a, either a, a low voice, a squeaky voice, a a voice that doesn't get somebody's attention, they might not hear you. They might not listen. So, yeah. thinking it's it's not just a a, a verbal voice. It's a body language. Um, you know, put, put your body, stand up tall, put your body out there, spread your body out and, and, and say what you're saying and say it with emphasis and say it with command. Because if you don't, then some people will not listen. And if it's really important, um, you know, I, the, the most, the simplest example of this would be, you know, you're training a puppy and the puppy's not listening to you. You know, you need to be stern with the puppy. You don't want to yell at the puppy. You don't want to, you know, be physical with the puppy, but you want that puppy to hear you, right? And that means, you know, actually literally lowering your voice a little bit, if your voice, especially if your voice is high, but dropping down your tone slightly and being very intentional about your words and your body actions that go with it. And that, you know, that's in a sort of a, a situation where it's an urgent situation where, you know, you, you need, you need somebody to stop something right away because it's dangerous or, or dangerous to you. So, you know, somebody's, somebody's being fi- about to be physical with you. You, you, you stand your ground and you say, stop, back up. And, you know, so we learned it in that context. But then if you take that into the business context, into the boardroom, into meetings, mm-hmm. um, it's a matter of being very intentional about your words and being, um, you know, speaking slowly, clearly, 
and authoritatively. Uh, we try to remove the word. <laughs> I just I, I, I use the word that I'm telling you to, to remove. We, we, we remove the word try from our vocabulary. When somebody says to me, I'm going to try to do a better job. Yeah. No, it's it's the it's the Star Wars Yoda thing. Do or no do. There is no try. Language matters. One hundred percent. Right. Do it, and so that your language matters. Use those words that are definitive words, and say them in a way that that people will listen. One hundred percent. And I think you just reminded me of a time that I I kind of got to like master using. Um, I guess my command voice and like standing my ground and stuff. So at, at the church that I work at, um, I am the director of like the tech team in a sense. So I, my job is to tell people what to do, um, which is kind of fun because I'm the youngest person on the team and I'm the only female that regularly shows up on the tech team. Um, and so I've gotten a lot of opportunities to like, shape up who I am and to gain the confidence to be able to tell people what to do. And one of um, the weekends that I was serving there, I was um, sitting next to someone who was on the CG computer and I was telling him to do something and he put his hand in my face and asked to shush me. And so I very calmly said, why is your hand in my face? And I didn't flinch or anything. I didn't get scared. I just said, why is your hand in my face? And he stopped. And he was like, oh, sorry. And then he was able to hear what I said. And thank you. And in that moment, I was just kind of looking at him. I'm like, dude, did you seriously just like shove your hand in my face? Like to try to get me to stop talking when it's my job to talk to you. Um, And in that moment, I was able to stay on my ground and feel confident and not be scared of him and very calmly ask him why he was doing what he was doing. And then he stopped. And I think that's such a valuable skill to learn and stuff. And like, um, I've talked about it on the show and stuff like that, of my experiences of going through sexual assault and things like that. And those experiences have 100% shaped my ability to stand my ground because there's been so many instances where it's like you could seem really scared in that moment. Like I've had instances where there's grown men out in public trying to hit on me or whatever, mildly harass me or whatever. And in those moments, I've been able to not be scared of them. And I was talking, I talked to my mom about this sometimes is like, you look at the people who use, um, like being physical with someone or screaming at someone as a form of getting them to respect them. And I think, especially in society, we've kind of trained ourselves. If you're looking at stereotypical, we've trained specifically women to fear men who use their voices loudly or who act physical in order to get those people to respect them. And as a society, we've trained ourselves to respect those type of people and something I I realized about myself is that's never been a program I've had. Like if somebody is going out of their way to yell or they're going out of their way to be physical with me or whatever, like that, it doesn't necessarily make them me respect them. If anything, it makes me want to stand my ground more. 
Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think it's such a valuable skill to learn is like when you're standing your ground and you're using your voice, then nothing anybody does can really shake you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it's not just the big things. It's the little things because 100%. You know, we have sort of these very subtle programmings that happen. And so if you're in any sort of relationship with somebody like the guy that you were working with and you are, if you let the little things slide, um, you know, that might sound like, yeah, I'm keeping peace. But if you also stand up to those little things, then they're, they're learning that you're, you know, who you are and where those boundaries are in any range. So, you know, you, if you, if you draw the, draw your ground, draw the line on the little things and, and again, respectfully and nice, but, 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 but clearly then you, you draw the lines on those little things and then it doesn't escalate to those bigger things. Of course. And when you master the little things, if it does get to the point of the big things, those things seem a lot less scary because you've acclimatized yourself on doing that in everyday situations. So it's just something you're used to. And something I've been in the process of kind of like mastering for myself is standing my ground in when it comes to things like arguments and stuff like that. Um, Because I realized that there's a certain skill on some level that I've been able to learn is that like, let's say I'm in an argument with someone or something like that. Um, one of my skills, like one of my superpowers is analyzing people probably to a creepy degree. Um, I understand humans quite well. And so I understand why people do things sometimes before they do. And with that, I realized I kind of have this thing where I know if I'm in an argument with someone, if I wanted to, I could probably say something that would be extra hurtful or that would be a really big almost like bomb to drop on them because of I guess my ability to analyze people and I realized that just because I can do it doesn't necessarily mean I have to and with that I've kind of gotten this ability to stand my ground and not always say things like I think there's some moments where sometimes not saying anything and still being solid in yourself is better than saying something. And of course it depends on the situation, but I've learned the power of silence. And I think silence in itself is its own form of command. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And we don't have to, we don't have to, you know, make every argument and engage in every argument. Um, it's just, it's not always, it, it, you know, first of all, who is the person that you're talking to? Do you even, you know, you're not going to probably not going to change their mind. And do you even care to try? Um, yeah. But when I do engage in arguments, I do it when I feel like there's a chance that I might learn something because mm-hmm. I ever expect to change anybody else's mind about anything. And so if, if I'm engaging in, let's call it a debate, it's because I think there's room for me to learn something about it. Um, yeah. So science is very important because I'm listening. And if through listening, I'm, you know, learning that maybe my point of view was not quite correct, then I can shift. Or maybe I'm learning through listening that, no, this person really is off base. <laughs> uh, 
And, you know, and only through listening, can you ever really learn that? Yeah, 100%. I think, I think there's a level of respect. No, I know for me personally, I have such a huge respect for the people who are willing and comfortable to sit in the silence. Um, Because, and you make a great point is like, sometimes you're not going to be able to change people's minds. Sometimes, in fact, most of the time, we're not going to be able to change people's minds and change their perspective immediately. And so I think in some occasions, it's kind of silly to try. And I've learned sometimes it's better to just sit in the silence and sit in the listening and standing your ground instead of trying to argue back and stuff like that. Like I realize when it comes to arguments, um, it's kind of silly because I think as people, when like someone is saying something that is hurtful to us or we disagree with them or whatever, our kind of immediate response is to jump back with something bigger or stronger than so either something that's more hurtful or seems like more powerful. And I mean, that's kind of how arguments work is like people going back and forth about something that they either disagree on or they're upset with the other person about something. And I recently learned to not try and argue back and to just sit and be receptive. And whether I fully agree with the person or not, I'm able to see the different layers of what they're saying. So there could be times where someone is speaking something to me and there's only specific parts that I respond to or only certain parts that I'm really receptive to. But that doesn't mean I have to fight them on the other things. Yeah. And, and often it's your actions and how you behave that is most likely to persuade them. If it has anything to do with, you know, something personal, it's showing them is way more powerful than telling them anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if, if, for instance, they are, um, let's say somebody's having a a conversation with a a person of color and that person of color is being, you know, is fighting them back. Then then in their brain, they're like, you see, this is how they are. Right. But Mm -hmm. if that that person is respectful and, and, and listens and then just continues to behave like the good person that they are, it's that, it's that illustration and that, that example that will have even more power than the words. And Mm -hmm. that, through in, you know, many different situations, like for you being a young person, mm-hmm. there's people who think, well, at your age, you, you know, you can't really know very much. Um, and they could judge you and uh, argue with you and tell you, you know, just sort of push their will on you. Uh, mm-hmm. And sometimes the best thing you can do is to just be you and, you know, listen respectfully, politely, and then continue to be you. And if they're watching and paying any attention at all, they figure out that you are, you know, wise beyond your years. And, yeah. and the show me is a lot of times more powerful than the, than the tell me. Yeah. Then the, yeah. And then, or the arguing back or the fighting back 100%. And you just reminded me a valuable lesson I've learned. Um, as someone who's LGBTQ plus, I faced a decent amount of discrimination from people um, and also a lot of acceptance. But with that and with the discrimination has been, there's been times where I definitely could have responded more maturely. And there's times where I actually probably proved people right about me rather than showing them that not everybody who's 
queer trans is like that and in those moments I was able to learn a valuable lesson of sometimes it's better to just not say anything or to be respectful of the person no matter what they're saying even if they're being totally rude to you and even if they're being super disrespectful in my opinion you still don't really have an excuse for being disrespectful back and I think that's something valuable to look at yeah that's when you that's when you choose do I you know, do I say, you know, do I say nothing at all? Maybe not, because if you say nothing at all, it could be considered to be, um, you know, uh, somehow acquiescence to their position on something incredibly important like that. Or do you, like you said, argue with them and prove their point? Well, the middle of that, the balance of that is say a couple of things respectfully, again, clearly with a command voice, with a very a very clear and firm position and then let it go. I've, I've, you know, I've made my point. You're, you're going to be who you're going to be on the other side of this. And if you, you know, if you, you know, you may believe what you believe and I'm not going to, you know, you don't, you know, say this out loud, but I'm not going to change your mind, but at least I, I let you know my position. I let you know where I stand. I backed it up. If you can't back it up with facts, with, with, you know, not, not just, you know, some opinions that are unsupported. Yeah. This is, this is the fact, this is what it is. And then leave it alone. You know, yeah. it just at that point. For sure. And I think, and I love all these points that are being made. And I think there's so much room for everyone to learn because like, even if you feel like you've truly mastered something, I think there's always room to learn more about it. And like with the topic of standing around and using your command voice and stuff like that, like that's something I'm really good at but there's always room to improve. And just because I'm really good at it one time doesn't mean I'm going to be perfect, perfect at it the next. And I think also leaving the room for knowing that we're all human and we're all going to make mistakes and that's okay. And it's okay if you don't get it right all the time, but if you're willing to work on it, that's the most important part. Totally agree. So Maria, thank you so much for having this discussion with me. I, I'm going to start wrapping this up. Although I would love to have you back on the show to like keep talking about this because I think it's something that we could talk about honestly for days and still not be done because it's such a big and abstract topic, but it's also very specific. Um, so thank you again. And before we say goodbye, what in like one sentence, what advice would you give to those listening about this topic? Oh, goodness gracious. You want me to put it in one sentence? Yes. Uh, be who you are. Make your voice heard, but do it in a respectful way. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for answering all my questions today. And for those listening, stand your grounds. And if that's something you haven't always like done in the past, work I encourage you to work on it now. And if it's something you've been really good at, I encourage you to keep working at it and use your voice for others because it is so beneficial if you can use your voice in instances where others cannot, or you can use your voice, even if it's scary, it is so powerful when you do. And so I encourage you to do that because that's what's going to change the world is if we all use our voices and and also for all willing to be receptive and listen and sit in the silence and be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. So 
Maria, thank you again. And can you remind people one last time where they can go to find out more about you? Thank you, Neva. Um, our website is jbergwilk.com, J-A-B-U-R-G-W-I-L-K.com. And I'm Maria Smith. Awesome. Thank you so much again. And as a reminder, come check out our community. Come check out CIFA. I, it is such a, like, CIFA is honestly probably one of the biggest things that has made it possible for me to be able to stay my ground and use my voice. Like, sometimes I use it and don't even realize I'm using it. And I highly encourage you to come check it out. And also, if you just want a community of people that's going to, like, love and accept you for who you are, we're, we love doing that and we love loving on people. So please come check us out. And yeah, stand your ground, be powerful. Know it's okay to step into scary situations and you're going to be okay, even if it is scary. So we've been talking all about using your command voice. And remember, love yourself and love others. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.